Now when the sun come up, I'll be there to say what up in the morning. Wash my teeth, find that clip I've been looking for since last night. I feel so caught up in the bud. I throw some out with my bedroom. Turn the lights. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Americans, and folks from other countries of all gender identifications, <laughs> I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. Just gotta give it up for college football. Great job last weekend. Great week. This is 15 Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. Matt, week four, as you said, great week, hell of a week. Yes, sir. Uh, shall we jump right into the Big Ten discussion? Let's do it. I think the two games I want to talk about most uh, are you and I eating some humble pie on our evaluation of Wisconsin, and do I need to eat humble pie on Michigan? Two interesting games. So, I'm not totally out on Wisconsin yet. I, I'm, I don't get your position. Are you down on them after Iowa? You were defending them last weekend going, well, you know, p- teams lose close games by a field goal. So, they came back. They beat what you think is the best team in the Big Ten West by over 10 points. What's wrong with that? Well... So one, I will say the the score, the final score of that game makes it seem like it was a little bit. Uh, That's fair. I was taking it. I was taking it. I was using the score a little bit. Yeah, liberally the, clo- the score on the scoreboard, it was much closer than what the final score sure. was. Um, you know, Wisconsin got some late scores at the very last second. Um, uh, I think, unfortunately for Iowa, that was just a bad week. Like. That was just a bad time to follow a loss for Wisconsin. I think mm-hmm. everything that I've read, the players were just going into that game. We are not going to lose this after they had that, uh, I won't say embarrassing loss, but that unexpected loss to BYU the week before. Sure. Um, you know, the Badgers were just not going to drop this game. Uh, and I think you really sh- you really saw it. Um, you know, Iowa kind of got out early and Wisconsin clawed back uh, to eventually take the win. Um, I You know, I think both teams played great. I think... Um, Iowa is a little screwed now. They need Wisconsin to lose twice, and I don't know if I see it on their schedule. Wisconsin still plays uh, Michigan and Penn State. I think they could get a loss out of those two. I would be a little surprised if they lose both, though. Well, and Iowa um, needs to win out. Iowa needs to win out, but I think they have a much easier schedule. They don't play Ohio State. They don't play Michigan. They don't play Penn State for the rest of the year. So I think, uh, Fair. you know, I'm still impressed with the way Iowa played. Um, oh, I am too. I think those I think are winning out is a real possibility for them. I think those are two good teams. I agree. I, I don't think either's out. I, I'm not down on on either Wisconsin or Iowa. I don't. I mean, I said last week, and I still believe Ohio State far and away is the Big Ten favorite yeah, right now, and they just only continue to look more dominant. So that conversation hasn't changed. I might shuffle my two spot to Penn State at this point based on, you know, I, I was really disappointed with how they played week one, but they've been nothing but stellar since then, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So this weekend will be very telling for where we're at in the Big Ten race as Ohio State goes to Happy Valley. Another team that I liked the way that they bounced back was Purdue. Purdue came and just absolutely trounced number 23 Boston College 30-13. to What's your take on Purdue? Um, you know, best, best three loss team in the country. 
you know, we've been talking. <laughs> we were talking the offseason. We are talking leading up to the season. Uh, you know, Purdue's talented. Uh, I think Jeff Brom has them going in the right direction. Um, you know, very surprised that they started out 0-3. Um, right. You know, that being said, did I pick them last week? No, no, I did not. <laughs> um, so, especially a, a victory of that caliber. I mean, 33-13, to 13, that's no, you know, last second field goal. That's no scores in garbage time to inflate the margin. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be impressed with that. You know, I kind of thought that they, going into the season, I kind of thought that they, they would, you know, be able to beat a, a lower top 25 program. Like, they had it yeah. in um, they yeah. just had, unfortunately, a lot of things go wrong in those first three games. Sure. Um, so maybe, you know, this is the path forward and, you know, could be a seven-win team, you know, seven and three. That's could see where, where I've seen Purdue the whole time. Speaking of offensive starting to stabilize after week one, we've seen Michigan now roll for the third time in a row. Nebraska gave up its 11th 50-point game to a Big Ten foe since joining the conference on Saturday at the Big House. What's your take on the Wolverines? So, you know, I think what we're seeing, I think two things what we saw on Saturday. One is that offense, I mean, there's no denying it, is starting to come together, especially with Shea Patterson, that new quarterback, being more adjusted to uh, Jim Harbaugh's um, offense and, you know, working with his receivers, getting his timing down. You know, you got it. It was an impressive win. Uh, defense also played impressively, but we've known defense could play like that all year. Um, but again, you know, last week I said this, I think we both said this on the pod. What we're, I think the bigger story is Nebraska just has so much farther to go than people initially thought. I think a, a lot of people thought Scott Frost will come in. Um, you know, maybe his system isn't quite up and ready to be running. It's you know, definitely maybe not ready. To, it's, I mean, no, but I'm saying this was the dialogue in the offseason. Yeah. It's not ready. But, you know, Scott Frost is a very impressive coach, and they'll eke out six wins. Um, sure. I, I really don't know if that's possible. Well, mostly Blackshirt saying that, but I agree. Yeah. The I, At his first year at UCF, they went winless, though. Isn't that correct? I believe so. so I, I, I wouldn't sweat it too much yet if I'm a Nebraska fan. Rank, no, your, no. rank your top three Big Ten teams. Uh, Ohio State... I'm having a hard time. I think there are three teams that realistically could go into that two spot. Michigan. No. Uh, Penn State. Clearly I, two. Penn, I, so my problem clearly with Penn two. State is they always start off so slow, and I don't think their defense is as good as it was last year. I think their offense can hang with anyone in the league. Undefeated. Um, just telling you, man. Undefeated. Head to head. I'd be, I'd be concerned head-to-head if Penn State gets a slow start against Michigan. So you're, you're, we're swinging back to the east now. I would I agree. I think the top top three teams are Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. You can rank them how you want. You have to have Ohio State one, my opinion. Actually, that should be everybody's opinion. But Penn State, Michigan, I, I would give that to Penn State right now. Fair. And then I would just say that third team that I was talking about would be at Wisconsin. I honestly think you could maybe tie all three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I would put them one in. And I, then three teams tied it to. I didn't love the loss to BYU. I would credit, you know, both Michigan and Wisconsin sitting at similar records. Uh, I take the Michigan loss to Notre Dame over the Wisconsin Absolutely. loss to BYU, and then played another close game at Iowa. Didn't really sell me on the the Badgers for the three spot in the Big Ten. Let's move on to Big Ten and MAC action. We had one game. 
Buffalo moved to 4-0 with a 42-13 victory over Rutgers. Woof, man. Rutgers football. You have now lost to Kansas and Mac Perennial Powerhouse Buffalo. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, talk about a long way to go program. Um, <laughs> I think I'm more concerned about Rutgers than I am Nebraska. Well, I mean, that should be obvious to everyone, I think. Uh, Arter Sinkowski now has seven picks and one touchdown pass. I mean, they, he's Jesus. granted a true freshman since yeah. 18, but boy, do they have a long way to go. That said, uh, Buffalo's offense has been uh, firing on all cylinders all year. Um, yes, they're a MAC team, but they are a good MAC team. Mm-hmm. So, in other Mac action, Evan, I got to ask you. I watched the end of. We'll do a slight cross country sidebar. We're at Strongsville Saturday morning. I told the team we would go out to lunch if we beat Kenston this year. Kenston was Ohio number sixteen, Division one boys. Going into last weekend, we ended up beating them by fifteen, and so they were like, "Coach, we got to go out." I was like, "Okay, fine. A bet's a bet." So. Here I go, end up at the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in Aurora, and I watch down. I watch the uh, Nata Bearcats take care of Ohio. Last second interception to kind of clinch it. Bobcats, you know, we're driving a lot of cats here in this uh, Ohio and Ohio violence <laughs> yeah. here. Bearcats and Bobcats. I don't know. If, I, I think a Bobcat's a real cat. I don't know if a Bearcat's a real cat. But are you out on Ohio? Where are you at? You said this week was a was a turning point for you. When the Bearcat is actually a bear. I it's a type. Is it a big or a medium cat? Bear. It's small. Anyways, um, no, I'm actually – so I watched uh, almost every second of that game. Okay. Um, that was playing during the uh, Michigan-Nebraska yep. the same time slot, and uh, that just turned into a route. So I was like, well, yep. I got two screens going. Okay. Turn the volume up on that. Yep. I'm more actually in on Ohio. Really? Yeah, now that I've seen that game that I was uh, going into that week. I think, one, uh, Nathan Rourke is a gamer. You have to be very impressed by that. Um, you know, they looked very good at different parts. They mm-hmm. jumped out to that 21 nothing lead. Yep. Uh, and then Cincinnati kind of clawed back. And, you yep. know, it's not like Cincinnati's bad. They are 3-0. and uh, I think Luke Ficknell also has them going in the right direction. Um, no, and... You know, it's not like they gave up a huge number of points. Yes, Cincinnati clawed back, but it wasn't like Cincinnati clawed back and then scored 38 points. Um, well, I scored 34. Ohio, Ohio should be, not to say moral victory, but they they, they played well. More, and as you said, victory. they were driving at the end. Um, just that pick at the end, that'll kill you every time. Hey, I'm impressed with Cincinnati. I, they should be ranked. Oh, too. Yeah. I, I think they did get some votes this week. So I'm going to run through the rest of the MAC and then – you tell me what you want to roll back to. Fair? All right. So Toledo put up numbers and improved to 2-1 and one with a 63-44 victory shootout over Nevada. Central somehow stumbled their way to a victory over FCS Maine, 17-5. Yikes. Uh, the battle for I-75 in Ohio. Miami, Ohio took that home 38-23 to over Bowling Green. Otherwise, Maction, not great out of conference. Ole Miss over Kent, 38-17. We already covered Cincinnati and OU. Iowa State over Akron, 26-13. Western Kentucky over Ball State, 28-20. Florida State over Northern Illinois, 37-19. And San Diego State over Eastern, 23-20. So that is 
0-4 out of the conference. Yeah, Unless you're I mean, an I, FCS team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, I'm not poo-pooing the Ohio. I think they they should hold their, hold their heads high after that. Um, but let's circle back to, I suppose, Toledo. And then I also, well, yeah, let's, Toledo okay. scoring a lot of points. Yep. Um, yep. Good offense. We saw them put up 24 on uh, the U two weeks ago. Absolutely. Um, I think, how should we assess their defense, though? Giving up 44 to Nevada, and then is that concerning to you from a can they get to the champion, MAC championship game perspective? Wow. They gave up 49 to. It depends. Like, how do you weigh the, the Nevada offense? Like, they also gave up 49 to Miami, but then. You know, I know Miami, Florida, we know that they're better than any other Mac offense, right? Yeah. So not as concerning, I guess. I I still see them definitely in the, the mix. There's nothing that I saw there that's like, no, you're you're out. Mm-hmm. So nothing I'm just nothing about their defense. This is like, ah, oh, you're great. Mm. I don't know. Totally. Totally. Um, and then so in our hot takes pod, I said that the Michigan Directionals were not going to go bowling collectively. Um, and I believe you said that they will I go know. bowling collectively. I know. That might have been my so worst So where take. are we on that? I think we both might be wrong. Uh, so, shockingly, I actually think that Eastern has the best chance to go bowling. I, would I think they're the best, I'm they're the best Michigan Directional. Hot take. Yeah. I think Eastern is the best Michigan Directional in 2018. I, I think when we do our recap pod, we're going to say Eastern was the most improved MAC team. I can see that. So I, I don't think that's going to be a hot take. I like what I've seen from I them so far. Them. I hate everything I've seen from Central. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Central is so disappointing, man. So yeah. I would go Eastern, Western, Central, ranking my Michigan directionals. And I think of those, you're saying who goes bowling. Eastern, yes. Everybody else, no. Unless like you get... Yes, some like fluke things, like somebody says no to a bowl game once in a while, or like they just happen to need a five and seven team and they get in. I don't know, but I'm not I'm not seeing promising things for Central or Western at this point. Let's talk uh, national. Okay. So in national news, probably the biggest upset of the weekend, Old Dominion who came into this game 0-3, brings home their first victory over Virginia Tech, 49-35. to That's not even like, oh, I kicked a field goal as time expires, a la yeah. BYU over Wisconsin. They won by two touchdowns, like straight up and down. Not close. What happened? I don't know, man. Like, this is a game I wish I could have watched. Uh, <laughs> when's their first game, too? 1-3. and three. That one is over uh, Virginia Tech, man. I know. Um... That's what? Nuts. That's nuts. Like, by the transitive properties, I think they beat Florida State. <laughs> uh, I mean, you just got to be impressed. And, you know, I, I think the there's always, like, people that overreact to single losses. Like, quite frankly, these things happen. You know, Syracuse downs good teams. Not quite old Dominion Syracuse, but... Um, you just gotta love it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I think I liked so much about college football compared to the NFL or something. The the ability of that to happen. Sure. Like I, last year, no one was thinking the Browns were going to be. The so there, there were some key injuries on the Virginia Tech defense. If we're talking about what happens here, and I think that's like the 
the bedrock of that team for the 18th season. So, you know, having a starting linebacker out changes the scheme. Now, does it make up for the fact that you lost to an old 0-3 Old Dominion team? No, absolutely not. But I don't know. I feel like I'm grasping here trying to find a explanation for that. Other upsets across the NCAA. Texas over TCU, also in convincing fashion, 31-16. State of Texas was hot Saturday. Texas Tech... 41-17 over Oklahoma State. I'm most astounded by this. You know, we know that the the Big 12 doesn't play defense. So, okay, fine. You score 41. Or, sorry. But Tech kind of did play defense. But they kind of did. And <laughs> they kind of did. I, this makes me... I, I thought Boise was the best uh, non-Power 5 school. And mm-hmm. then they, they went down to the Cowboys last weekend. Now I'm seeing... Oklahoma State get throttled by Texas Tech. I'm questioning what I thought about Boise before. Agreed, agreed. I mean, I think my I, I, my takeaway from that game is Texas Tech playing defense. Um, you know, I would have thought this would have been 55-45 or something like that. Um, you did leave one Texas game off the, the map, though. Baylor just <laughs> the runaway train that is Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> in the end. Can't believe that, Texas, man. The state of Texas, man. state of Texas is rolling on Saturday. All right. Are you joining the Kentucky bandwagon or what, man? I mean... Get on! Get on! I'm get, just join us. It, but I don't know if I'm joining the bandwagon. Evan! Something could go wrong. Number 14, Mississippi State at home. Sunday game wasn't close. Wildcats taking care of business. Love it. I'm all in for the Wildcats this season. All in. Sure. What's your I, I, problem? What? What? What's your deal? What? What? what don't, are, are like Russell Crowe? Are you not entertained? <laughs> what? What is your problem? Uh, I'm just always skeptical of basketball schools being good at four and zero. That successful last. Dude, get okay. Good there, lord. There are, there's more than five. Stop. Games. More than five games. Stop. Oh, you know? good lord. That's disgusting. We did have other good news to kind of brighten my moment here. A lot of great finishes on Saturday night. I'll roll through a couple. You tell me where you want to go back. Washington's won 27-20 over Arizona State. College football world might need to apologize to Herm Edwards. We also do need to do a hard stop, come back to their turnover gains, curl bar. Amazing. Two overtime games, just absolute national state of emergency that no network could find a way to play Oklahoma and <laughs> Army. You know, like, how is that not possible? So Oklahoma narrowly escapes victory over, sorry, narrowly escapes defeat over Army coming up prevailing 28-21. Evan, I do want to commend you on your call in the Black Knights for the Commander-in-Chief trophy. They definitely, to me, seem like the front runner at this point. Stanford, in dramatic fashion, who... Never led in the game until they won the game, 38-31 over the Ducks. Where do you want to go back? So, uh, here's what I'll say about your comment, Oklahoma Army. Did you see, I don't know if you saw this, on Reddit, someone posted a link to a Twitch feed, and then a guy was just streaming it on his cell phone from his couch. What a god. That guy should be our hero of the week. 22,000 people tuned into that. Dude, that's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) God, How nuts is that? Sometimes I love people. Sometimes I hate people, but man, that makes me love people. That's amazing. 
Um, I don't understand. Can we not make one channel where you watch it like golf? Like, you know, like somebody's like putting for an eagle or putting for a birdie. Like, you just cut to that hole. Like, can't one channel all day just be like, oh, and by the way, Oklahoma and Army are in uh, overtime. Or this team's in the red zone. And we just cut. And and it's like like ESPN 4. Can't we just make an ESPN 4 and and they just like cut to all this stuff? I feel like people will watch that. I would buy that. Oh, yeah. The red zone for college football, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. College football red zone. Love it. Love, it. Love the idea. Um, I do want to talk about the ASU turnover gains bar. It's amazing. Because that, now, turnover you know gains. I'm a skeptic about turnover <laughs> objects, but that's hysterical. You just fire off a couple of bicep curls after getting a turnover. Yeah. So not only does it hype you up, but it gets you stronger. Like, I gotta agree with that because you're just not you're not only you're not just self promoting. You're you're working out too. Like I did yeah. something good and now well, I'm gonna also, feast. I'm gonna get more of it. And you're also self promoting a little bit, though, sure. Because right? you're getting that nice bicep pump for the TV. That's fair. That's fair. But you you <laughs> earned it. You earned that versus like a throne or a bag or like get the hell out of here. So week four polls, a lot of moving and shaking. Welcome to the party. Number 17, Kentucky. Number 18, Texas. Number 22, Duke. Number 24, Texas Tech. And number 25, Cal. Bon voyage to Virginia Tech, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas A&M, Boston College. Biggest movers on the downside, Mississippi State coming off of the spanking from Kentucky down nine spots to number 23. Next three teams all moved up five. BYU to number 20. The U to 16, and Michigan to number 14. Evan, takes on this week's poll. Um, did you know that this is the first time ever Duke and Kentucky have been ranked in football at the same time? Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I love it. I don't care as much about Other- Duke, but I care a lot about Kentucky. <laughs> Other than that, um, not a whole lot of commentary on it. Um, you know... UCF is right where we thought they'd be, somewhere in that mid to low teens bubble that I don't think they'll move from all season, no matter how many times they win. Mm-hmm. Uh, even being undefeated, got not a ton of one-loss teams in front of them, but a couple. I don't know how harshly I should feel about Mississippi State. Part of me thinks, like, go out on a beer run, bring some beer before you can come back into the party. Then uh, part of me is like, you well, are an absolute look- Kentucky hater. My point, my other point, though, would be looking at the other teams that received votes. I don't know which one clearly deserves, you know, the next top receiving teams, Colorado, Boise State, Virginia Tech, South Florida, Oklahoma State, all kind of black. Um, although I think I would take, I think I might take Colorado over Mississippi State head to head. Not quite. I just, explain to me Cincinnati got no votes. Explain, explain to me. I got votes. No, they did. got 10 votes in the AP. Okay. And That's fair. It looks like. Explain to me 10. I I would take Cincinnati. This is my biggest beef. I think Mississippi State is actually underrated at 23. I think they're good. I, I just, I think Kentucky's very good. Um, Interesting. I think Cincinnati would take Duke, Cal, and Texas Tech. I, I don't understand the, t- the 10 votes. They're 4 0. This is just and Colorado got eighty three votes. Get out of here, Colorado. Good lord. Tweet of the week. Let's hear it. I got two. You tell me which you like best. All right. Number one comes from Reddit's college football tweet. 
Number of seconds Stanford led during tonight's 38-31 OT win over Oregon. Beneath it, they just posted the Oregon logo. Zero <laughs> seconds. Classic. Next, okay. which was nominated by you, sir, so I know you're familiar with it, is the Wendy's Twitter handle. Wendy's tweeted, might need a Scott Frosty to ice down the beating Nebraska is taking. Some random Nebraska fan tweets back, not smart, Wendy's. Nebraska fans eat fast food, too. Wendy's? Pretty sure they also know how to take a joke. Jokes are funny. This is not. Wendy's. LOL. Maybe we should start selling pacifiers, too. I mean, that's savage. Come on. This is a competition. Of course it's Wendy's. That was hysterical. Plus, I think the Stanford one just gives me flashbacks to when Michigan led Michigan State for 60 minutes and then lost the game. Especially because I was in the crowd. But come on, that Wendy's thing. That was hysterical. That's great, dude. And that's exactly how, like, cantankerous I imagine Nebraska fans being. Absolutely. So, all right, you ready to pick them? Let's do it. So, just recapping last week, uh, you Matt, you went 14-8, and eight, and I went 16-6. and six. The overall standings for you are 15-35, and 35, and I am 58-29. and 29. Uh, The two games you bested me on were, uh, let's see, or excuse me, the two games I bested you on, excuse me, uh, UMD over Minnesota. And uh, FSU over Northern Illinois University. So, looking at this week, we don't have that many compa- or that many disagreements. Sure. Um, we'll just start off in the Big Ten. Uh, number nine, Penn State is hosting number four, Ohio State. The spread is three points given to Penn State. I'm taking OSU. You're taking PSU. Penn State. PSU. I just I've seen Ohio State just beat the bricks off everyone. I don't know if three points is enough. I'm not saying the game can't be close, but as I kind of alluded to earlier, Penn State always kind of digs themselves in a hole and then has to get out of it. And I just don't think you can do that against Ohio State and Dwayne Haskins, even if you are visiting Happy Valley. I don't think three points is enough. We've we've seen great, great games out of these two teams the last two years in a row. So I hope we're in for another one. You know, I, I really had a tough time. I got to tell you, in my gut, I think Ohio State will win this game. And I, and I wouldn't be shocked if it was by more than three. They've just been on an absolute tear. I think I was giving Penn State a hard time about week one, but they have also been on a tear since then. Them at home is a dangerous combination. The home team has won the last two meetings between these two squads. You remember JT Barrett in dramatic fashion in Columbus last year. But then the uh, block kick in Happy Valley two years ago gave Penn State probably the best win in the country. So I, I took the Nittany Lions mostly for the for the home factor because that, that's going to play a huge role on Saturday. Fair enough. I mean, it is one of the loudest stadiums I've ever been in. Uh, transitioning to the MAC, yep. Ohio University Bobcats hosting the UMass Minutemen. The spread is 14 points in favor of UMass. I'm taking Ohio. You were taking UMass. I just think, one, the UMass Minutemen are not good. They got blown out by Boston College in week one. They lost 34-13 to Georgia Southern in week two. And then they got blown out by FIU. They did win last week against Charlotte. But, you know, going back to what I saw against OU, I saw Nathan Rourke is a baller. I think OU's running game's pretty good. I think their defense ain't bad. Uh, I just I know 14 is Perhaps a lot for a MAC team, but I think they're gonna they're gonna cover that no problem. 
Yeah, I guess I, I expect them to win. I just don't expect them to win by 14. I was less impressed with Ohio against Cincinnati. And I've been kind of down on Ohio during the opening season. Nothing they have done has impressed me. I agree. UMass doesn't have a dazzling resume, but neither does Ohio. I see this more as a rock fight and not as a 14-point victory for the Bobcats. Fair enough. And then last game we disagree on. We have number 25, Texas Tech University, hosting number 12, West Virginia University. You are taking uh, Texas Tech, yep. and I am taking West Virginia. Why don't you go ahead and start? Well, I, I, for my, primarily I'm leaning on a home team here. I was very impressed with the way that Texas Tech took down Oklahoma State last weekend. I'm not totally out on the pokes yet. I think Texas Tech put up big numbers. I don't see West Virginia having you know, a defense that can slow down the Texas Tech machine. I wouldn't be shocked if West Virginia wins this game. But I don't know. I, I see this coming down to the wire being a somewhere between a one and three point victory for either team. Okay, so here's how I see it: is yes, Texas Tech played some good defense last week. It's not like they've played great defense every week. In example, week one, Mississippi scored forty seven mm-hmm. on them. Um, so I do think this is going to be a shootout. You know, mm-hmm. scores might be both teams somewhere in the forties, fifties. Um, if that's, I like, I, I just don't think there's gonna be a lot of field goals kicked. So maybe they, someone misses an extra point and that's how you get a six point spread. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is going to be touchdown after touchdown after touchdown and just a seven point or excuse me, a six point spread just isn't going to happen because no one's kicking field goals. Sure. Touchdowns. We'll see. We shall see. We did have one wager recommendation for 15 minute U nation. Absolutely. Now, Preface this, Matt, before you start. You know, we are but amateur podcasters (laughs) and mega college football fans. So this might just be for, I don't know, doctors that listen, lawyers, who knows, people that F you money. But if you're like, you know, blue-collar brewer, say, I don't know if you might want to be risking your hard-earned dollars on this. But anyways, Matt, why don't you run the people through our thoughts. So our thoughts were that the craziest spread we saw this week is Toledo plus 10 over Fresno State in the glass house at Toledo. We've seen the Toledo offense put up nothing but numbers. They put up 63 last week. They put up 24 against Miami at home. I, I wouldn't If Toledo wins this game, I'm not going to be shocked. There is no way that they are losing. By more than ten, that to me that's that's insane. I I haven't seen like some like big stout defense from Fresno that's going to slow them down. Absolutely. Hey, that, no, I agree. That makes no sense to me. That line. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota scored twenty one on them. Uh, I don't I don't know if I'm very impressed by either of their wins. Fresno State they they did put seventy nine up on Idaho. Uh, but, but it's about the defense, and, though. We can go down yeah. to a shootout, and they're not going to win by 10. And then they uh, held UCLA to 14. But again, I think UCLA and Chip Kelly, like, that is a serious work in <laughs> And I think that says more about the kinks that Chip Kelly's working through than Fresno State. I, I mean, totally agree. I think it's going to be a shootout. 10 just seems like an absurd Same. amount. So I don't see that. I, I agree. I think Toledo could win this outright easily. So if they're giving you 10 points, go for it. 
Agree, agree. So thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. Let us know how the discussion goes at the water cooler tomorrow morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, App, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember, hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. Tell a friend, and then have that friend tell a friend where you're at those water coolers that they, too, should consider some subscribe buttons and some ratings. We would sincerely appreciate it from the bottom of our 15-minute hearts to yours. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 15MinuteU and at Evan underscore 15Minu. Thank you, folks. Whatever you decide to do this week, remember, don't pick them like my brother. Baker, Baker, touchdown, Baker. Go back. <laughs> so you got the starting job? Yeah, I did. I mean, had to. Yeah. yeah.